0: Big news, I'm recording a new album. I'm going to start production very soon, and this time I'm going to take you along for the ride so you can see the whole process. But before I put one mic in front of an instrument, there are three things that I need to do first to get ready. Let's talk about it. Welcome to Blueprint Sounds. My name is Nathan Smith. Thanks for joining me. I'm so excited to be recording a new album, and I'm so excited that you get to come along for the ride and see how it's done. So we're going to talk about three things that I'm doing before I ever start to record. But first I want to give you something. If you go to my website, blueprintsounds.com, you can get access to my free PDF, 25 chart topping arrangement tricks that work. If you're a worship team or if you're looking to record an album, this is an excellent guide to help you keep and maintain interest throughout a song. So let's say you've got a song that's okay, but you want to kick it up a notch. You get a PDF with 25 great ideas for your arrangement, ways to keep people's attention, A couple of sentences about why that arrangement trick works and how to implement it, and then a song from the radio that uses that trick so that you can hear it in action. Again, go to my website, blueprintsounds.com, and you can get access to that free PDF. Alright, so what am I doing before I start my album to get ready for production? Number one, this one seems obvious, but first, I'm going to have good songs. Well, how do I know that they're good? because I've field tested them. I know that in some cases, a band will walk into the studio or maybe they'll, they'll spend a, a little while beforehand writing songs and they're writing for the album. But in my case, it's been five years since I recorded my last album. Some of my songs are that old, are five years old, and some of my songs are just from this summer. But in either case, I have spent time playing it in front of people, in this case, my home church, and I've gotten a feel for what works and what doesn't. We'll talk more about how I know what works and what doesn't, but the short answer is you feel it. You feel the room. You can tell whether or not that song resonated with people or whether it didn't resonate with people, and either it needs more work in a certain way or it needs to be shelved and you need to move on to another song. So that's the first thing, and that's something that you cannot overlook. Don't just put songs onto an album because you need to hit your mark of 10 songs or 12 songs or whatever it is. Put them in there because they're good. You're going to be spending a lot of time with these songs, I can tell you, and so you want them to withstand all of the stuff that you're going to throw at it, right? It might need to be stripped down or built up. A good song has good bones. That's good melody, good beat, good story all of those things need to be in place before you start production, because production is not going to fix a song that isn't quite there. Do it when it's cheap. Do it when it's just you and your guitar or you and your piano, because later on when it gets expensive, either expensive in time, you know, you're in your home studio, or expensive in time and money, say you went and booked a studio, you don't want to be trying to solve those problems when you could have solved it for free in your bedroom. So, Number one, I know that the songs that I'm putting on the album are quality because they've been battle-tested by playing them in front of people, getting honest feedback, or feeling the room, and knowing that they have what it takes to make it on an album. Number two, I'm gonna clean my room. It seems really practical. But my home studio has a lot of instruments and so I'm gonna take the time to make sure that it's clean and ready to go. I'm gonna vacuum, change strings, polish up my guitars, because I want everything to feel new. A lot of these instruments I've had for years and years and years, so I want to take the time to make sure that everything feels like I can just create and I don't have to worry about things feeling grimy or grungy. From a practical sense, I want to be able to find everything that I'm looking for so that if I have an idea, I'm like, oh, I want to use that instrument in this part and see where that leads. I can just reach over and grab it, grab a mic and get going rather than having to rummage around and remember where all of those cables are. So I've cleaned my room and I'm going to make sure that when I start, I start with a fresh slate because this is a new and exciting thing that I'm doing. I want my room to feel the same way. And finally, I'm gonna clean up my digital space. Now this one is boring, but it's absolutely worth it. So I'm gonna be recording on my MacBook Pro, and I've got a couple of external hard drives. It took about a day, but I went through first my hard drive on my computer, And Cleared out everything that I didn't need. I had a lot of old projects that I know that I'm never going to return to those musical projects So I moved those over to my hard drives and then deleted them off of my internal hard drive I made sure that then I took all of the stuff that I didn't need off my external drives and I got rid of that So I've cleared up a lot of space. I've got a lot of headroom to to add more bytes and then I also checked all my computer updates now, anyone who has spent any time recording on their computer knows that this problem occurs, and that is you're working on a project, things are going great, and all of a sudden Apple decides to update their operating system, and you might start losing software that used to work and doesn't work now. Well, it takes time for those third-party developers, whoever they are, to come up to code with what Apple has done on their operating system so make sure that you do not have your computer set to automatic software update once everything is feeling good you've done all of your new drivers you've got your new operating system you know if that's what you're doing and all of your third-party plugins all of those are happy make sure that you just stay there for a while and, and be happy that everything is working and don't try and do updates halfway through a project or you will be in such pain. I can tell you from experience, I have done an update on a previous album and all of a sudden I had screen blackouts. I had things that weren't operating as they should have. I've got third-party plugins that simply went down and would not work anymore. Well, if those plugins are critical to you getting the job done, you're going to be one hurting puppy. So make sure that everything's happy, that all of your software updates have taken place, and then leave it there. The last thing is, make sure that you have a bulletproof method of backing up your project do it now. You need at least two places and preferably a third one, but you need to have a physical place, so a physical hard drive where you're backing up your entire project. And then you need to have a virtual space like Dropbox or whatever it is, somewhere in the cloud that exists outside of your studio. Because if the worst were to happen, say six months from now, there was a fire or something happened where my hard drive and my computer went down and everything went kaput, I know that I could still go and access my original files and maintain and still finish the project. So please, 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 for your own health and safety, make sure that you have backups, at least two, if not three backups, and one of them should be off-site so that everything is safe. I usually backup at after a day where, I, you know, I've, I've done a lot of work on the, the computer, that'll be the last thing I do to kind of set my mind at ease. All right, I am done for the day and everything is backed up and ready to go. So to recap, those three things that I'm doing before I ever start recording anything are, number one, and this one is the most important, have quality songs. Have songs that you know are good and that you just haven't done for yourself, but that you've actually performed at least once for an audience and gotten honest feedback on so that you know they deserve to be on your album. I'll add to this, have more songs than you plan to record. I'm going to do a separate video on this, but you want to make sure that you have songs competing with one another for those top spots, not just throwing in all the songs that you have. We'll talk about that in another episode. Number two, Clean your space. Make sure that it feels good and it feels new and fresh before you hit record because once you're in the moment, you don't want to have to waste time changing strings and polishing guitars and finding all of that gear that you know you have but you don't know where it is. And thirdly, clean your digital space. Take care of updates, take care of hard drive space, take care of backups, make sure that everything is ready to go so that when it's time to record you don't have to think about it, you just create. Hey, I hope that episode helps you. I hope you create original music this year, and I hope you record it and produce it because it is such a fulfilling thing. It's one of the most fulfilling things that I can think of as a musician to be able to play your music in a full way for other people that they can enjoy. All right. Once again, if you need some extra help with arranging, check out my free PDF, 25 Chart Topping Arrangement Tricks That Work, and you can get that at my website, blueprintsounds.com. Until next time, God bless and goodbye.